Hey, we're Dan and Danielle McCauley, and welcome to your new favorite marriage encouragement podcast, Married Up. A moment of truth to keep your marriage moving in the right direction. Sponsored by A Better Us. For more information about our ministry, check out MarriedUp.net. All right, welcome to the Married Up podcast. You are here with Dan and Danielle McCauley. Hola. (laughs) You never know what you're going to get with this guy. (laughs) Before we dive in, I just have to tell everybody about our weekend because it was awesome. Now, Mm. we are based out of Williamsville, New York. It's a Buffalo suburb. And because the border is still shut due to the pandemic, uh, a silver lining of that is that the Toronto Blue Jays are now playing in Buffalo at the where the Bisons, the Buffalo Bisons normally play. Right, which was a triple-A team. Yes. But now we have the Blue Jays. They kicked the Bisons out and souped up our stadium and where they play. And um, now you'd think by the excitement in my voice that I would be a baseball fan? Well, no, not at all, actually. No, but you're living my, vicariously through yes, Keaton, who has son, al- always been a Blue Jays fan. He's obsessed, yes. And then they just happened to come to his hometown. Yes, so it was an epic weekend for him, and I was just, you know, I even enjoyed myself at the game. Sure. And it was just fun watching him. Actually, the people around us were saying, you know, towards the end of the game, it has been so fun to sit by you guys uh, because Keaton's excitement <laughs> was he, and exuberance was, he announcing was infectious. The game at any a little point? bit, yes, he was. <laughs> jumping up and down, his favorite, or, or the thing that he said, Mom, this was just the one thing I wanted to happen, was his favorite player, uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., I think it is. We that's, call him Vladdy. I know him as Vladdy through Keaton. Um, so he homered. There was actually two home runs in the game. The Blue Jays won. Uh, they I won think big he got, too, right? Yeah, they they. It was awesome. And then at the very end, Keaton actually got one of the game balls. Yep. And everyone around us was so happy for him. They were just cheering for him. Now, only you got to go to that game. I, yes. I did not get to go. Yeah, but. because we're trying to actually give him that. This is, you know, not going to always be. So we're thinking if this is the year that he goes to well, an this MLB is baseball birthday game. presents from yes, grandparents. birthday presents. We're like, we're going to try to get him so to as many games. So there is yet a game coming that I will get to go to yes, with him where he, they play the Yankees. Yes, which so. will be pretty cool, too. So anyway. I just thought, you know what? I have to get that off my chest because I was so happy for him. It's been such a hard year. Well, you got to go and witness it and I didn't, but it's okay. I forgive you. There you go. And that is our segue from baseball (laughs) into the topic that we're going to be trying to tackle because it's a huge one is forgiveness. It's a heavy one. Yeah. Forgiveness. Remember that? Now I'm breaking out into song. What is know, that song? It's some '80s song. That's terrible that I'm singing. It's Don 80s. Henley, I think. For, I think it's called "Forgiveness." Maybe you could sing it's it. It's because I've been listening so much '80s music while I do garden work, and it's that's, like, we get heard back it the to other the day. Heart of the matter. Yep. Even if, even if you don't love me anymore, I'm okay. Anyway, moving on. Did you want to just give us a line or two? No, I don't, because okay. I just ate a smoothie that had yogurt in it, and I'll be hopeless. Yeah, we probably shouldn't do that. <laughs> Besides, if you keep singing it, that we might owe royalties or something. Okay, we don't want that. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, let's just do our best to tackle this because Listen, this is in, a heavy topic. Yeah, and you can't get anywhere in marriage without forgiveness. I mean, you probably figured that out even when you were dating. Yeah. I um, mean, if you're breathing, you have to forgive somebody. Although some people have, you know, these... The gloves don't come off the whole time they're dating or engaged and everyone's playing nice and nothing goes wrong. 
And but if you've been engaged for a long time, I mean, we knew each other f- since we were teenagers. Mm-hmm. In fact, pretty much the very first letter that I ever wrote you, I had you to, were apologizing I and asking forgiveness <laughs> for being so forward and telling you that I liked you That's or that funny. I was interested in you. I did, I didn't plan to say that, but it just came out. But my point is. You can't get anywhere in marriage without forgiving one another. Right. There, there is no long-lasting marriage without forgiveness. Mm-hmm. You don't make it to your 50th wedding anniversary without a lot of forgiveness. Yep. Heck, you don't make it to your 20th. We just made it to our 20th. <laughs> yeah. You don't make it to your 20th without a lot of forgiveness. Basically, you and I will be forgiving each other until the day we're dead. I know. Actually, before we hit record, we were saying, you know, what is there something we could share where we had to forgive? And I'm going... How do you narrow it down? We've had so many things. <laughs> well, in some ways, it's a, it's like a, in, even in small, unspoken ways, even it's like a daily thing. Well, you know, every oh, first of all, if you're if you're a human being, you ha- are gonna if you interact with people at all, you're gonna have to forgive. But if you are married, like you're saying, you have the need to forgive someone daily. Most of the time, it's just a million little things that we have to choose to forgive and move on. Mm-hmm. But in some marriages, in some cases, there is some major hardcore forgiving that has to go on in order to save and heal the marriage. Um, and so in that instance, uh, listen up, everybody, we would absolutely recommend outside assistance. I think I said outside, very Canadian there. I noticed um, a thing I did earlier sorry, already. I asked forgiveness. When no, I, I, s- love, I love Canada. Well, I my said home something and ca- land. very Canadian yes. early too, and I almost did exactly what you did. There we go. Like we're, stop and comment. We're keeping the subject light be- with, <laughs> with this stuff because it's hard. But I, in this instance, if there is something really, truly massive that there needs to be some forgiveness that you have to walk through... Um, definitely go and seek outside assistance. Go to a counselor. You know what? I would say this. Big marriage problems, I mean, like, we're talking about abuse, infidelity, like, serious problems. They're not going to get solved with some podcast. No, absolutely not. Or some meme or or anything like that. Uh, You know, what we try and do on a podcast or on social media or something is encourage people along in their marriages. Mm-hmm. But we're um, not the experts. We're not no. the experts and we're not doctors. And there's some things that are bigger mm-hmm. than one podcast or yeah. one meme. Those, and these are great things. Right. These are great things to help encourage someone along. But in those really big things, you need to go and talk to a professional yes. and talk to someone for real. So, but we're talking about little everyday things and that can kind of build up and build bitterness and resentment mm-hmm. and really poison everything if we don't deal with them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I uh, actually in one of my books, um, Why Can't We All Just Get Along, is actually for women. But um, I, I kind of tackle a lot of the heart issues that keep us um, at odds with each other. Um, and one of them, I did an entire chapter on forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I learned in that process is the Greek word t- for forgive is called, I hope I'm going to get this right when I say it, charizomai, C-H-A-R-I-Z. I almost said Z for the Canadians. That's okay. We can say Z. O-M-A-I. Z or Z, Canadians. 
which actually means there's two part components to it. Grace, offering grace to someone, giving mm-hmm. them something that they don't deserve. Uh, in that case, forgiveness. And then the second part is a word that says aphemi, aphemi, A-P-H-E-I-M-I. Okay. It's okay. We don't care how it's spelled. Um, right. Just tell us about it. And which what that means is to send away or to let go. Hmm. And that's exactly, I think that is the hardest part. To let it go? Of Yeah. To, don't do I'm, it, honey. <laughs> you saw me inhale. Do I, not sing Frozen. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Okay. Um, back to the Greek word. Um, you know, that is the hardest part of forgiving someone. You can actually, I feel like we want to do what's right. Sometimes we know, we hear that when we forgive, it's actually, you know, setting us free. It's, it's not... Just all about the other person. It's it's benefiting us too, um, but it's the hardest part. Is and sometimes I think when we're in a fight and we feel like we just know we're right. Like mm-hmm. I am right in this matter. I am not letting it go. Like they have to be the one, and and I'm you know gonna be the one to say nope. They're coming to me. It's it's their job to reconcile this or to make it right, and we hold on. We, instead of letting go, you know, I think of that game tug of war where in the game, you know, the, the, the strongest people and the winner is the one who actually is, has the tightest grip and they're not letting go Mm. for the life of them. But in the game of marriage (laughs) and life, the strong, the strong person has to be the one to release and to let go. That's interesting. It is, it is an exact opposite thing, isn't it? Holding a grudge doesn't prove that you're strong. No, it actually not. it makes you bitter. Yeah. And forgiving a grudge doesn't mean you're weak. It sets you free. I'm immediately reminded, you know, we've watched a lot of The Office over the years. Uh-huh. And there was this one cutaway talking head scene with Angela where <laughs> she's talking about how stubborn she is. And she's super proud of it. Yes. And she's like, uh, I haven't I haven't spoken to my sister in 20 years or something. Oh, yeah. and I don't even remember what we were fighting about. And so and she's like, so there. <laughs> she was like, yeah, I think she was in an argument with Phyllis or something. But she was she was proud of that. Like, this makes me a strong person right. because I haven't backed down in 20 years years and I don't speak to my sister anymore. And that's, it's just when you hold, the longer you linger in unforgiveness and not letting something go, it creates bitterness. And bitterness, uh, you know, it's it's just a toxic poison mm-hmm. in a person and in a relationship, in a, in a marriage. The longer you let things, um, you know, you dwell on them, you they harbor in your heart. It's like a cancer. It just corrodes you. And it kills not only that relationship that you are, that it's based in, mm-hmm. but it poisons everything. Yep. So we've been there. Yeah. In fact, I would say here, um, if you've never seen like we have, uh, there's a segment that we taped with a better us, the mm-hmm. TV show that we're a part of, um, that specifically talks about our, our testimony yeah. and just a little segment of a hard our, season that we, yeah, had our love life and, the, and, and courting and all that dating. And then talks about a hard season we've gone through in marriage. And we talked about a specific one there that really touches exactly on this on yeah. unforgiveness mm-hmm. and, and how we w- walked through something 
outside of our marriage that affected our marriage. Something, yeah. an unforgiveness that we were harboring against someone, someone else. It wasn't even the two of us that needed no, to forgive each but other. But there was a poison involved in that that infected our marriage and affected everything. So yeah, because um, if you're not healthy, if you're not at the top of your game, then it's just gonna seep out onto me, right? And it did, and and so we actually talk about that on that taping. And I would, I have it posted on uh, MarriedUp.net. If you go there, if that's that's one easy way to see it, or you can search out a better us on YouTube, and uh, you'll find a little bit more about our relationship and stuff. But it goes a little bit more into depth on that and kind of our story with unforgiveness. I mean, that's not really the focus of what we're talking about today. We're talking about forgiving your spouse and moving on. But it's mm-hmm. important to note that even unforgiveness outside of the marriage can infect the marriage. Yeah, absolutely. There's like when we had to go through that um, situation and it really takes an act of the will and it's a process. So if mm-hmm. you're out there listening and thinking, I just can't, you know, forgive this. It's forgiveness is just as much a choice as love is. You know how we say love, love is, is an action. Like it's, right. it's a verb. Um, not a feeling. Right. And I was almost going to break out in DC talks. Man, song, we are songing it, songing it up today. Ooh, sorry guys. Um, I'm going to let it go. <laughs> anyway, so, um, but that is, haven't you heard? <laughs> love is a serious word. Sorry, I went there a little bit. So anyway, um, forgiveness is a daily choice. It's something we have to walk in. And we've talked about this before in our marriage seminars and podcasts and everything that right feelings follow right actions. So you have to do what you know is right until your, your feelings trail behind you. But in that process, I determined to forgive this person. And I can remember it affected my sleep. I couldn't fall asleep. I remember being out on this couch at like three o'clock in the morning one night reading this book uh, called Total Forgiveness by R.T. Kendall. So I just wanted to recommend that. And then actually, um, Lisa Turker's newest book right now is called Forgiving What You Can't Forget. And mm. I haven't read it. I, I really want to pick it up. Um, but some of the quotes I've seen from it are just tremendous, just like she gets it. And she actually had to walk through um, her husband's infidelity. Mm. And it, it um, was such a, a terrible, terrible story and a terrible, terrible time for her. But um, the book that's come out of that reconciliation and that process, you know, she she's not just talking fluff here. Like she's lived it and she's walked, walked through I, it. And I'm I would recommend it. afraid of the answer. Are they together? They're together. Oh, they are. Yeah. Good. They, they wow. have reconciled and God. And actually, what I, the other thing I wanted to say was, um, you know, I have this little phrase that we use in the house with the boys and all that. What we do our best and God does the rest. So as much as it is a, um, an act of the will, we can't force it. You know, forgiveness is not made possible by our determination. It's made possible by, you know, our cooperation with God and what he's already done. That's so key. And we have to let God do the rest and do the work. And it, our forgiveness also can't depend on hearing I'm sorry from the other person and all that. Like, it's an individual thing. Yeah. So we as human beings love imperfectly across mm-hmm. the board. Yeah. And... The only way we can love more like God in an agape kind of love that it, that loves irrespective of whether that love is deserved or not is for us to invite 
him to help us, yes. to love through us. So 1 Corinthians 13 says that love keeps no record of wrongs. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're not, again, we're not talking about abuse and things like that. I, there are lines that are drawn in the sand. That's not what we're talking about. But I'm talking about I'm talking about holding grudges. I'm talking about uh, serving up yesterday's mistakes for breakfast this morning, mm-hmm. refried. <laughs> yeah, you know, and bringing that up. I'm, um, and Colossians three thirteen says, "Forgive as the Lord forgave you." Mm-hmm. Like that's a high bar. Yeah, to think of all that God has forgiven me of. Um, and I'm so encouraged that the Turkers marriage is surviving through that. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say. We we know marriages that have walked through infidelity mm-hmm. and have made it and have survived. I mean, yeah. I just, I say infidelity, I, infidelity, I bring that up because, I mean, that's a, a short of abuse. So that is a form of abuse, maybe but you could call it. But I mean, that's like as bad as it gets, right? Yeah. I mean, that's that's really bad. And we've seen marriages that have worked through that. I mean, how hard was that? We haven't had to walk through that. Thank the Lord. But, um, or any, uh, deception, you know, where you feel mm. like you can't, just cannot trust. There are so many things because we're husbands and wives are so intertwined. We know how to push each other's buttons. We mm-hmm. know how we know the deep, deepest crevices of each other's heart and can hit them so on target that some of these things that we need to, to heal and forgive from seem impossible without God. Mm-hmm. Like, how do they do that? You know, I, I've even heard stories of, uh, people who, uh, you know, I can think of a story I heard recently about a man who murdered a, a couple's son. And this couple was able to walk up and to meet this man and say, we forgive you. We love you. Wow. And there is absolutely no earthly, no humanly way that you can do that. Nope. And without the help of the Lord. So when you're in, when you're in a marriage situation, if you're listening right now going, I don't know if I could ever get past this or my marriage is so messed up. Um, just remember that when everything looks hopeless, that God is the, the God of the universe mm-hmm. is your father. Yes. I know that sounds trite. I know it sounds like, well, easy for you to say. I, I get that it sounds like that. Mm-hmm. It's also true. Yeah. I, that doesn't mean that's going to, that's not going to make it. If, if we talked to, uh, you know, David and Wendy Butcher, Mm. Who are you know counselors from a better us and, yeah and, 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 and yeah and marriage mentors with uh, better us and heart to heart family marriage and family ministries mm-hmm. who walked through a del- uh, fidelity mm-hmm. um, their marriages together they're actually actually this is one of the coolest things is that the depths of darkness that you've walked through in your marriage actually builds in, if you can walk through it with God's help, you come out the other side with a stronger, deeper marriage than you ever Mm -hmm. would have had for having walked through that together. And you find yourself like they are, not everyone's going to be a counselor, but everyone can mentor somebody. Mm -hmm. But I mean, they are mentoring people walking through infidelity now because they were able to tap into God's forgiveness and actually do that. And now they can help others in it. That is incredible. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm telling you, I think some of the, the moments throughout my life where I have known that God is real and active and moving is when he can change my heart. When I submit myself and my heart to him and his process, um, when he, when my heart changes, it's, um, it's just, it's the Lord. Now, um, 
before we leave, I, I just love giving some practical things. Um, so, you know, I heard this dumb quote from John Wayne that says, never say sorry, it's a sign of weakness, which we've already covered. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so what I'm going to do is for all those little things where we just have to f- forgive and, and move on, I just wanted to give a few tips on a great recipe for saying I'm sorry. Because there's there's good ways to apologize and there's terrible uh-huh. ways to p- apologize. And so um, here's here's just a few. Acknowledge where you went wrong and that you understand. You get that. Like, I did this and I get it. This was wrong. This was dumb uncalled for. Um, Number two, explain how you will try to make it right and better. So tell them specifically how you will, you are walking to change this. Um, The third one, don't add blame. So it's not, you know, I was wrong, but you did this. Never a but. There's never a but. Don't ever mix that in there. No. Uh, um, The next one, no buts. Oh, I said, okay. So yeah, but... But, you know, I did this, but you did this, or this happened, but this also happened. Um, express sincere regret. You know, I tell this to my kids all the time. You got to, it's not an apology if you just go, sorry, you know, like in, in a begrudging way. No, you need to show that you are sincerely um, apologetic. And finally, don't bring up where they went, went wrong, which mm-hmm. we kind of talked about. So it's really just as easy as I messed up. I get it. I was wrong. This is how it's going to be. This is how it's going to change from here out. Let's move forward. I love you. Please forgive me. That's about it. And, and you can actually go, if you're interested in this or if you are walking through this, if you go to YouTube and search A Better Us, um, Gary Chapman, Five Languages of Apology. Oh, he has yeah. a book that uh, talks about that. And when we interviewed him, we had him on the yeah, show. I remember. And he talks about the five languages of apology, meaning that there are five different ways that people tend to fall in the category right, of that they to. best res, res, uh, respond to yeah. and receive an apology. And that might that might be of help there. Listen, marriages are not measured by the absence of conflict, but rather how well we manage it. You are mm-hmm. not going to get through this week without some mm-hmm. form of disagreement or conflict, ranging from the tiniest little things that we just decide to pick our battles and let go and mm-hmm. forgive and never mention because it's not worth it. Um, to much bigger things. Um, But holding on to those things, serving up yesterday's mistakes for breakfast today, all of those things, they do nothing for your marriage. They poison it. Avoid it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not how we fall down. It's how we get back up. It's not how we push each other down. It's how we pull each other back Mm. up. And so uh, we hope you found some some good little nuggets that you can bring into your marriage. Yeah, this one a little bit longer, uh, but it's okay. I forgive you. It's all good. (laughs) I love you. I forgive you. (laughs) Uh, Bless you guys. And it's you and me, babe, whatever comes, knowing bigger. Have you checked out the marriage-building TV show, A Better Us, yet? We're so excited to be a part of the show, offering hope for marriages every week on national television in Canada and on YouTube in the U.S. Hosted by Ron and Ann Maines and often featuring yours mm-hmm. truly, we have expert guests on every show, like Dr. Gary Chapman, Drs. Les and Leslie Parrott, or Bill and Pam Farrell, offering great practical teaching. Right. And then we talk about our own experiences around the kitchen with other couples. It's a lot of fun, and we think you'll love it. 
check it out on abetterus.tv or search A Better Us on YouTube now. And follow A Better Us on Facebook and Instagram for daily marriage memes and tips. For more information about our ministry, check out marriedup.net.